your website absolutely should be the hub of your online presence. You know, social is important, absolutely. But as we all know, we should not be relying on our social media because we don't have control over it. Your website, you do. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. Today, we're talking all about your website. Not about how to build your website or how to design your website, but what your website should be doing for you. And if you don't have a website, then I've got something to say to you. Before we dive into the episode today, though, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free, and very useful ebook. It's called The Seven Day Booking Boost, and that's exactly what it is. Well, it's actually that and a whole lot more. It's basically a framework for quite simply leveling up your beauty business in just 15 minutes a day. The initial result of that being more bookings for you, and you'll start to see results inside of just seven days. But the longer you do it for, the bigger the results you're going to get. Now, it's brand new. It's brand new edition. It's rather beautiful, and it's specifically designed for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. It contains a very simple, easy three-step process that'll take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, to almost guarantee a massive increase in your effectiveness, an increase in your connection with your clients and an amplification of all your marketing efforts, which in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and even a lot more sales as well. So if you want a very short, effective checklist that's full of delightful humor and joy, then go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost and download your copy today. Now, I still see so many times on Facebook groups, forums, and all over the place, people asking, beauty business owners asking, should I have a website? Now, honestly, stop asking this question. The answer, the simple answer is yes, you should absolutely have a website. If you don't have a website, you are massively leaving money, leaving clients on the table. So yes, you absolutely should have a website. The thing is, the real question should be, how much money is your website making you? So number one, if you don't have a website, get one. There's loads of places you can get one now. There's all these different services. There's Squarespace and Wix and all these other ones. And if you really get stuck, then we can help you out as well. We've got the Smart Salon website, which you can come and uh, check out. This is not a sales pitch for that, but you can send me a message and I'll send you all the details for that. Now, First of all, your website does not need to be flashy. It doesn't need to be 30 pages of professionally photographized, designed, clever, copyrighted, arty imagery. Okay, that stuff helps, but it doesn't need to be all of that. It actually just needs a few key ingredients to make it work for you. 
So just to be clear here, your website should get you more clients, fill your appointment book, sell your products, save you time, lots of time saved. Your website should be your biggest time saver and it should sell your gift vouchers and things like that as well. But it can only do any of those things if people know about it, if people can find it and if people stay longer than seven seconds and they know what to do when they're actually there. And that's exactly what I'm going to go through and help you with in this episode today. Now, first of all, your website's only going to work for you if people can find it. So if you're suffering from website shame and you've got a website, but you're not really very happy with it and you're kind of not telling anyone about it, it's not going to do you any good. Now, I remember a film from the, I was going to say 90s, but I actually looked it up just before this because I knew I was going to be mentioning it. Film from the 80s. Crikey, I'm old. Um, and it was, it had Kevin Costner in it. Great film, classic film, and it was called Field of Dreams. And the one thing that everyone remembers, if you've seen this film, was uh, it's about this guy moves to a cornfield in the middle of nowhere and decides to build a baseball field. And he does so because he hears these voices. And these voices are basically saying to you, if you build it, they will come. Now go watch the film. It's a great film. It's a real good feel-good film and everything. But that may be good advice for Kevin in the movie, but it's crappy advice when it comes to your website because just building a website does not mean people are going to find it. So imagine if you've put on the most out of this world party. You've got amazing food going on. You've got champagne on tap. You've got entertainers, dancers, DJs, even a band to finish the party off with. But you don't tell anyone about it. Now, you're going to feel a bit stupid when you're stood there trying to eat 100 plates of tapas, drinking all the champagne in the world and dancing by yourself. It's the same thing with your website. So first of all, tell people about it, okay? Tell the easy people about it. Tell your clients, tell your potential clients, put it everywhere. Put it on your social media, put it on your price list, put it on your posters, put it on your receipts, put it on your adverts, put it up in your salon, put it on your emails. You know, give everyone that might need to look at your website an easy way to go and find it. So your website absolutely should be the hub of your online presence. You know, social is important, absolutely. But as we all know, we should not be relying on our social media because we don't have control over it. Your website, you do. So make sure, first of all, Google knows about you too. If people can't find you by searching for you on Google, then you may as well not exist. You know, people are really lazy. We're all the same when it comes to the interweb. Uh, and the Google gods are good. They do go out and kind of have these things called spiders, which go out and look at websites and pull back information. They're good, but they're not perfect. So what you want to do is you want to make sure you've gone and you've set up or claimed your Google My Business profile. And if you don't know what that means, Google it right now, go and set it up. It only takes about five, 10 minutes. And what you need to do on there is you need to check your details are correct. So just going and checking you've got a Google My Business profile, or even if you think, yeah, I remember doing that sometime last year, go and check it because things change. You want to make sure all your information is up to date on there. Update your pictures as well. Make sure the pictures that Google have chosen for your um, uh, display page on Google are pictures that are actually going to want make make people come and see them. A lot of the time, Google will by default choose pictures from its own services like Google Street View or Google Maps. Those don't tend to be the most flattering pictures of your business. So on Google My Business, you can go in there, you can upload your own pictures. And then when people do find you on Google, they'll see, you know, your best side, if that makes sense. Keywords, 
They're super important as well. You know, you don't need to overthink this. You don't need to think, I don't know anything about keywords. There's nothing black magic to this really. All you need to do to find out what keywords people are going to use to search for you is simply to ask your existing clients. Dead easy. Ask your existing clients what they would search for if they were looking for you and your business online, but for some reason had temporary amnesia and couldn't remember the name of your business. What things would they put in there to try and find you in a search? Those are your keywords. All you need to do then is make sure you've sprinkled those keywords throughout your website. That will help you a great deal in terms of people finding you online. So those are your keywords, use them, make sure they're in there. Now, also you want to measure your success too. As you're making changes to your website, you want to make sure that the things that you're doing are actually making a difference. So what you can do is there's a piece of software called Google Analytics, dead easy to set up. Again, go and Google Google Analytics and it will tell you exactly what to do. But basically what this does is you apply it to your website and it will measure how many visits you get, where people are coming from. It will give you a lot of insight into your website so that you can make improvements off the back of that. Now, once you've taken care of people actually being able to find your website, what you need to do is you need to make sure that when they get there, it's a welcoming, friendly place that they want to be. And they want to actually hang around for a few minutes because if they're not going to hang around for a few minutes, they're not going to do what you want them to do on the website, like make a booking, spend some money, find out more about you, those kind of things. So what I like to say to people is bake some bread. Now that makes no sense when it comes to your website, but there's an old trick when it comes to selling houses that, um, you know, before someone comes around, who's going to look at the house to buy it, you stick some uh, dough or some part baked bread in the oven. Uh, and you have that kind of baking because there's something about that wonderful, warm, homely smell of bread baking in the oven that just makes us feel comfortable at, and at home. And that's what you want. If someone's coming around and looking to buy your house, you want them to instantly feel at home, instantly feel comfortable. Hence the trick of putting some bread on. So that's what I want you to do with the website. Now, unfortunately, they haven't yet figured out how to push smells down through the internet to do that. So what else can you do to make people feel welcome when they come to your website? Like I said, you've already worked pretty hard to get people to find your website in the first place amongst all the other websites that are out there. So let's leave them with a lasting good impression of your website. So first of all, you want to make sure it's speedy. Okay, speedy for two reasons. First of all, if someone finds your website by clicking on Google and they click on the link to come to your website and it doesn't load within the first three or four seconds, all they're going to do is click the back button and go somewhere else. They're going to presume there's something wrong and they're going to go away. We're all so impatient now. And you've done this yourself. If you're honest with yourself. You've gone to a website. It's taken a few seconds to load. You've gone, I haven't got time to wait for this. You've hit the back button and you've gone to the next one on the list in Google. That's exactly what people are doing. So you need to make sure your website is fast. Two easy ways to do this. First of all, make sure you're with a decent hosting company. If it's free, that probably means it's not a decent hosting company. And two, um, you need to make sure that your images that you're using on your website are sized for web. Okay, so often, and you know, we've talked about using stock photos before. That's a whole other thing. But a lot of the time when you download stock photos off the internet, they're really high resolution. Now, really high resolution results in a very large file type size. So if you're just uploading those straight to your website and then someone goes to your website and they have to download these huge images, okay, that's going to take a lot of time. So there are ways you can go uh, to take an image that's a big high resolution and you can reduce it down for your website. Uh, the simple tools, if you've got a Mac, you can just do it on uh, the software that's on a Mac. 
I think you can use PicMonkey if you're on a Windows computer um, to make images smaller as well without losing the resolution, which is great. Next thing you can do is you want to tell people what to do. You know, a confused mind doesn't buy or book. So you want to clarify for your visitors exactly what you offer right off the bat. Okay, right at the top of the page. Okay, so if someone arrives on your website and they immediately want to go, okay, am I in the right place? Okay, does this beauty business offer what I'm looking for? So tell them right at the top. Tell them what you offer and let them know that they're in the right place straight away. It's going to make them feel good. And if they're not for you, fine, they'll go somewhere else, but they're never going to be a client anyway. So that's okay. Um, Next thing, tell them where you are. All right. It's all very well someone finding your website, even if they read that you do what they want, but they live 200 miles away. Not much point in them looking around your website. They're highly unlikely to actually come in and make a booking with you. Yes, they may be able to buy something if it's a product or something that you sell that you can ship to them. But if your goal is to get new clients, then it's not really for them. So save them time, same for yourself time by telling people where you're located so that you can tick those two mental things off in their minds. Do you do what they want? Are they based somewhere nearby? Okay, next, make it for mobiles. Okay, there's been advice around for ages about making your website mobile responsive, i.e. so that it can be used on a mobile device as well as on use like a desktop or a laptop. These days, everyone's looking at your website on their mobile. So design it for mobiles. Yes, you'll always design your website on a computer. Fact, but don't get confused by the fact that it looks good on a computer in the shape of the monitor or the screen. People are going to be looking at it on their mobiles. So when you're building it or when you've had it built for you, always go and look at the page on your mobile. Don't trust the mobile view on the desktop website creator that you have. They're never right. Actually get your mobile phone out, go and look at the page, make sure you can uh, read the text, make sure you can click on the buttons because they're big enough for you to click on with kind of a a finger poke. And also make sure you don't have any pop-ups that kind of obliterate the screen that you can't get rid of. Very annoying. Nothing's going to put people off your business any quicker than that. So the next thing you want to do is you want to show people where to go. Okay. You want to tell people what you want them to do on your website and you want to make it easy for them to find things. Okay. So I've said this before and to remember this, I've said, show people where the toilets are. Okay. So whenever you kind of go to a conference, you know, remember we used to go to conferences in person. Okay. First thing they do is they do a very quick kind of health and safety briefing. They'd usually tell you where the fire exits are. They'd usually tell you where the toilets are and things like that. That's just so you can feel comfortable when you're there and you know when to go in a hurry. All right. That's exactly the same thing with your website. If someone arrives on your website, generally speaking, these days we're all in a bit of a hurry. So as long as you pass those first couple of tests of it's quick, they know you offer what they want and you're in the right location. The next thing they're likely going to want to do is they're going to want to make a booking or buy the thing that they came for in the first place. So don't make it hard for them. Okay. Make it easy for them to find things like your contact details your address information, how they can actually make a booking online, how they can buy something, and your social media links. You know, there's become a reasonably accepted convention as to where these things are on pages. Put them in those places, okay? Put your contact information right at the top of your page, put your social media links, yes, around and about the website, but put them in the footer as well, because that's where people know to go looking at them. All very well to have a unique website that looks like nobody else's, but if that's the detriment of your client's experience on your website because they can't find anything, then that's actually going to work against you. So 
make sure you put things where people expect to find them, have a contact us page with your information on there. And that will help your clients navigate your website and it will help them do what they want to do. And it will help you get them to the point you want them to be as in making a booking or buying something whilst they are there. Now, a lot of the time people gear their websites for brand new people. Um, they view them very much as a way to uh, capture prospective clients and turn them into actual clients. And that's absolutely the right way to think about a website most of the time. But also remember, there are different people coming to your website. For example, existing clients will come and use your website. They'll look for it. Now, that's important to think about because what an existing client is looking from for your website is going to be slightly different to what a prospective or new client is going to be looking for. You know, a new client wants to learn about you. They want to make sure that you offer what it is that they want. They want to make sure that you've got some reviews on there. They want to make sure that they like your ethos and your about story. So that's where your about page becomes important. Um, so they want to go through these steps. Whereas an existing client, they already know what you offer. They already know you do what they want. They already know roughly where you are. They already know they like you, hopefully. So what are existing clients coming to your website for? Well, don't know about you, but often if it's a business that I already know and I already work with and I'm visiting, there's a couple of reasons why I need to go there. First of all, maybe I need to contact them about something. Okay. So maybe it's, I'm looking for a phone number because I need to call you straight away because I've accidentally um, got stuck in traffic and I want to find you or something like that. So give them your phone number really easily. Okay. If you are not often on the phone, give them the alternative, tell them how to contact you quickly and in an emergency. So if it's a WhatsApp, it's a messenger, anything like that, give that to your existing clients. So they know exactly how to get in contact with you quickly, put it at the top of the page so they can find it easily. Okay. Next thing as well, I've heard loads and loads of beauty business owners with their website say, well, I don't want to put a book now button at the top of the first page. It looks a bit too salesy. Okay. Kind of get it. If that's the first thing that a new client sees when they come to their, the page and it's kind of, you know, half the top of the page, I can kind of understand that. However, if it's an existing client that's coming to your website, they just want to click on that book now button straight away. So there are ways to put your book now button at the top of the front page of your website in a slightly more subtle way. So it's not the overriding thing that someone new to the website sees, but it is right there for existing people who simply want to come to the website, make the booking and move on with their day as quickly as they possibly can. So what else does an existing client want? Well, they may want to follow you on social media. So again, make it very clear and obvious where your social media follow tiles are on your website so people can follow you and find out more. Existing clients want to come and find out your special offers and your promotions and things like that. So again, signpost them, make those really, really easy for people to find. The key to making your website work is to pass those first few tests for anyone new finding it and then making everything else easy to find on the website. So those are just a few things that you can think about about your website to make sure it stands the best chance of actually working for you. So a quick tick list, you need to make sure that it's you've got the ability to book online. You need to make sure that you're selling things on there. You need to make sure that your gift vouchers are on there as well. You need to make sure that everything is easy for people to find. And when people arrive there, it's a good experience for them. So those are the key things you want to think about. Go and check out your website now. See if it passes all those tests for you. Okay. If it doesn't, 
Go and sort those things out as a priority because I guarantee you, you are leaving money, leaving clients, leaving business on the table. So if you go through those tests on your own website and doesn't quite measure up, my recommendation is to go and get those things fixed as soon as possible. Now, if you don't know where to start in fixing those things, great news is we have a course inside of the Beauty Business Secrets membership that will walk you through this whole process and help you fix everything with loads and loads of tools, tips, and advice along the way. And the cool news is right now, you can take the Beauty Business Secrets membership for a test drive for 10 days for just a pound. If you want to do that, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesssecrets.co and everything you need to know is in there. You just click on the button and you can take it for a test drive. 10 days just for a pound. Okay, that's it for me for this week. I hope that's been useful for you. Uh, If it has, please leave me a review. All you need to do is go to iTunes, click on the leave a review button and leave me a quick rating. Please make it honest. And if you've got a couple of extra seconds, leave me a review as well. I hope you have an amazing week. I will be back again this time next week. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at. 